Good afternoon once again, everyone. I think all of us have either witnessed something being built or had something built in our lives, whether that's a house or a business, a school, or maybe even a church. But what do we need before something is to be built? We need money, resources, architects, contractors, blueprints, and most importantly, a construction plan. Without that last one, we wouldn't have a direction for what to do when. It gives us a schedule for the project, a process of constructing, a detailed list of supplies, and the list goes on and on. In today's gospel, Jesus gives us our construction plan for discipleship, what it really looks like to follow him. As we read this particular passage from the Gospel of Luke, we might find it something to be really quite challenging for us. Jesus spells out the cost of discipleship to put the priorities of God's reign above everything else and what that will look like. And it gets pretty serious right out of the gate. Jesus gives us this dramatic command to hate our own families and our own life. He says, if anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. We might find ourselves asking him this question in prayer as we scratch our heads. Lord, what are you talking about? Why is this part of our construction plan for discipleship? Jesus is certainly not telling us that we shouldn't love our family members or be mean-spirited to them. So brothers, don't pick on your sisters. Jesus is using hyperbole here, something that preachers throughout the Bible use periodically. Instead, Jesus is inviting us, what he's inviting us to do is to order our priorities and focus on God which will allow us the proper care and respect for our families, our friends, our loved ones. He's inviting us to put those relationships that we do have in their proper order. Love for God must come first. It must come first. Do we put our relationship with Him above all our other relationships, including our relationships with our spouse and our children? Is Jesus the first person that we talk to in the morning? Is he the person that we turn to when we need help? What Jesus is challenging us with in today's gospel is that if we really gave that relationship the attention that it deserved, every other relationship would fall into place. It would teach us what love for others looks like. Our love for God must be the root and the foundation of our love for others. It's part of our construction plan. In fact, it is our construction plan because it informs, guides, and directs our love for others reveals to us what that love looks like. At this point in the Gospel of Luke, 
Jesus is already on his way to Jerusalem, where he will die. Jesus hanging upon the cross is the very embodiment of the type of sacrificial love that we are called to embrace for others. In the Gospel of John, we're told no greater love, no one has greater love than this to lay, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. So in actuality, by putting our relationship with God above all of our other relationships, Jesus is showing us that true love for our families and our friends will always, always include the cross. This is why our construction plan for discipleship includes the acceptance of carrying our own crosses. Whatever that cross might look like. And those crosses are unique to each of us. Whether it's suffering from an illness, worrying about children who are far from the faith, wondering where our next paycheck will be coming from or if we're going to be able to afford rent next month, being frustrated about not being able to have victory over an addiction struggling to find our place in a world or even in a church community that seemingly wants nothing to do with us, or having difficulty accepting our own self-worth because we feel all alone. Whatever those crosses might be for us, do we recognize that God is in there with us? Do we recognize that he's already present to us in those crosses? Have we asked him for help in carrying our cross? Oftentimes it's challenging to embrace those crosses and to still find the courage to follow Jesus. The sacrificial demands required to be his disciples can seem harsh. Jesus knows that his disciples will endure difficulties and persecution. He knows that they will also endure martyrdom. Jesus understands how being a Christian is not easy because he showed us that it's not easy. Look where it led him. Let him to Calvary. Let him to die on the cross. In our modern times, there are many influences that try to distract us from walking the Catholic Christian path. The pitfalls are numerous. And we'll fall in many ways along our own journey of faith. We're not always going to get things right pretty sure that there's no one in this church who's perfect. No, I'm certainly not. Thank God for the sacrament of reconciliation. What Jesus is saying to us today is that if we stay focused on him, if we constantly reposition Christ to be the center and the foundation of our lives, if we follow his construction plan for discipleship, we come to see how he never leaves us unequipped for the struggle. He doesn't leave us orphans. 
His companionship is steadfast and His grace is abundantly bestowed on each of us because of who we are. We're His beloved. We're His brothers and sisters. All we have to do is foster that relationship. How do we do that? Spend 15 to 20 minutes in prayer each day. It doesn't have to be complicated. Maybe when you're driving to work or driving home after dropping the kids off at school, instead of blaring that music that we listen to or that podcast or that news radio, whatever it is that we listen to, instead of doing that, have a conversation with the Lord. Stop by the church and spend some time in silent prayer and adoration. He wants us to share with him the struggles that we face. He wants us to ask him for help when we need it, to thank him for the joys and the triumphs of our lives. He wants to have a relationship with us. To simply be with us. Will we let him? So today as we continue with our liturgy, as we approach this altar to receive our Lord in the Eucharist, may we ask him to give us the strength to follow him ever more closely. May we have the courage to follow his construction plan for discipleship. That we might always focus on him in all that we do, putting our love for him above our love for everything else and embracing that sacrificial love that he himself embodied. Let's ask him for the grace to accept our crosses and to follow him.